everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sound and Worship Podcast. My name is Justin. I know it's been a really, really long time. I have had a lot going on. My family and I moved to a new house. Uh, we lived with relatives for a few months, waiting for a, a good house to pop up, and finally got moved and settled in. And during that time, it, you know, I had some time to reflect and um, some time to be away from social media and stuff like that pretty much um, a good bit of the time. Uh, in fact, I've probably spent, I don't know, five or ten minutes on Facebook in the last three or four weeks. And to be honest with you, I've loved that. Uh, I've loved it. <laughs> um, I can hardly even put into words how much I've loved that. Uh, that place <laughs> can really drain you. Um, and it's been a, a good experience. So that's what I've been up to. Um, and it's led me to be able to really focus uh, on growing in my relationship with, with the Lord. Um, and it's uh, led me to really reconsider and think about this podcast and um, the future of it and stuff like that. So we'll get into that later on, Lord willing. But I also spent a lot of time preparing something that I wanted to share with you. And uh, it's something that's really near and dear to me. Something that means a lot and something that um, I really want to share. Because I know many of you maybe uh, can relate with it. So the title of this episode is going to be If I Could Share the Gospel with My Old Self. So I've prepared this for you. I'm so thankful that God brought me to repentance and faith in Him. God is sovereign, and He not only knew, but through His providence, He caused me to turn to Him. He drew me to Himself. John 6, says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. So for all I intend to say in the remainder of this, please keep that in mind. I thought I was saved at the young age of seven, but I was at the very least very confused about what it actually meant to be a Christian, and that showed into my early college years. I was a great sinner. Though I was generally polite and well thought of, my heart was set on the things of this earth and the lust of the flesh. I lived for myself. Looking back, I hate the confusion I had, and I would have loved to have had the truth of God's word in my mind and heart. I was too proud and too foolish to want that. There are so many things I wish I would have known and believed. That is a great inspiration for why I put this together. The Living Waters ministry has had a huge impact on this as well. I'm also inspired by the countless others who have a similar story to my own. If our experiences can be used to ensure the gospel is shared more clearly and accurately going forward, glory to God for it. I'm not saying that I wish I could go back in time and change things, because God uses our failures to shape us. My sins are my fault, 
but He has graciously used them to remind me of why I should humble myself before Him. It reminds me that I am in constant need of Him and that I should pray very often, confessing my need of Him to Him. He has been faithful. With that being said, He is pleased when the gospel is shared with truth and not carefully guarded by what we think would help it out. Thinking back on my old life, if I could share the gospel with my old self, this is how I would do it. Justin, do you think you're a good person? I would have answered that I thought I was a pretty good person, and I would have thought I was because I was always told how good I was. Can I ask you a few questions to test that out? I would have agreed to that because I was a quote-unquote nice person. Do you always obey what your parents tell you to do? I did not always obey my parents. The Bible says to honor your father and mother in the Ten Commandments, so you have broken that commandment. Do you still think you're a good person? Not sure what I would have said. Have you ever looked at a woman and lusted after her? Are your thoughts and actions pure, young man? My face would have turned red. So you've committed adultery in your heart. That's another commandment broken. Have you ever cheated on a test in school? I had. So you've lied. That's another commandment broken. So according to God's standard of morality, His law, you are immoral. You are a sinner. What did Jesus do for sinners so their sins could be forgiven? I would have said He died on the cross and rose again. It's good that you know that. Many people know that happened. But what must one do to be saved? Believe Jesus died and rose again. Well, that is true. You must believe in Christ and that He died and rose again. Let me ask you this, Justin. This is something I hope you really remember about our conversation today. Have you ever heard of the word repentance? I'm honestly not sure that I had. I don't remember it being taught among all the other things I was taught growing up in church. Repentance is turning from your sins and turning to Christ. It's changing one's mind about sin and about Jesus. Listen to me closely. If someone has truly repented of their sins and trusted in Christ, that person will be a new creation. He will be born again. Justin, it is not about walking an aisle. It is not repeating a scripted prayer. It is not having a specific feeling in the pit of your stomach. It is not a box that you need to check off in life and then continue living your life with no change. Jesus calls us to take up our cross and follow him. Justin, you'll avoid a lot of confusion in life if you understand these things. If you feel convicted that you are not saved, I pray that you will be. But we're not going to pray a scripted prayer today. Though that is the popular thing to do in this day, this isn't about waiting for an altar call so that you can finally get the courage up to walk the aisle. This is not something that one sinful person can do for another sinful person. You need the only sinless one to be the sacrifice for your sins. So with that said, what you do with what we've talked about today is between you and God. And there will be actions that follow that will show which path you've taken. 
I would rather you know that you're not a follower of Christ than for you to think you're a follower of Christ and not truly be one. Jesus teaches us about different reactions to the gospel in this parable. Matthew 13, 1-9 says, That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had, had no root, they, were with, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Do you understand this parable? I would not have fully understood the parable. Jesus' disciples were given a better understanding of the parable in Matthew 13, 18-23. Hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. Justin, what I want you to understand about this is that someone who truly believes in Christ and His Word will repent of their sins and grow in Christ. The saved person will be able to look back years from now and know that he has been changed. Justin, I don't know what you'll do in your life, but I urge you to examine yourself. If God saves you, it will be because God has drawn you to Christ. My prayer for you is that you'll be brought to genuine godly sorrow over your sins and that you'll repent and trust in Christ to take the place of your sins. It's not something that I can do for you. It's not something that you can do in and of yourself. I urge you, Justin, to cry out to God. And if you ever need someone to talk to about this, Please reach out to me. I'll walk with you. I don't care what time of day it is. You can call me in the middle of the night. Justin, I'll be there for you. So that is how I would talk to my old self. I admit that is an ideal situation, but there are very important parts of that that I would be desperate to communicate to myself. A convicting question for us in light of this is, do we care the same, with the same care for others who don't know Christ? I now want to spend some time talking to myself when I was a baby Christian. 
I want to walk alongside my newly saved self because I feel that most modern churches get this wrong as well. Justin, now that you're a follower of Christ, let's meet regularly and grow in the knowledge of God together. It's so important that you stay in the Word. I urge you to read every book in the Bible starting now. Read it carefully, but read it often and read the entire Bible. Grow to understand the Old Testament. Learn the prophecies that were fulfilled in the New and Old Testaments. Join and be active. Be an active member of a solid Bible teaching church. I'll help you find one or you can join me. Pray often. When you're tempted to sin, pray. When you don't know what to do, pray. Tell God of your thankfulness to Him many times each day. Humble yourself before Him and confess your need for Him. Put others before yourself and seek to help others in private. Be genuine. Have an eternal mindset, setting your mind on the things above. Many of what seems to be a struggle in your life will become nothing in the light of eternity. Trust God and be content with what He gives you. Listen to your elders, but compare everything anyone says to Scripture. If you're confused about something, do not fret. You'll likely understand it better as God leads you through experiences. And if you still don't understand something, lean not on your own understanding. God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. Resist the urge to remain uncomfortable until you understand everything. Seek and pray for wisdom from God and He'll teach you what you need to know. You'll be amazed at what you learn. And you'll forget how confused you were over such simple things as God reveals His truth to you. God is the standard of truth. Do not fall for the schemes of man. Just in the ways of this world will seem to work for some, but not, do not fall for their snares. If something seems like a shortcut, don't fall for it. Be willing to keep your head down and depend on God. Be patient. You can do none of these things without God. Pray and seek Him. When you sin, confess your sin to God quickly. Pray for God to lead you. Remind yourself of His faithfulness and His sovereignty. Let's walk together, brother. Another convicting question in light of this is, am I willing to take and seek out the opportunity to walk alongside a new believer and disciple him or her? Just think about that for a minute with me. (laughs) And now this is the Sound and Worship podcast, so you might be asking yourself this question. What does this have to do with worship music? I'll answer that by saying this. If one doesn't believe the true gospel that is revealed in God's word, it doesn't matter what songs that person sings. If a church doesn't preach the gospel faithfully and accurately, it matters not what they sing because they are not a true church. To those who have eagerly publicly declared many as saved who clearly do not understand the gospel, 
for the sake of numbers, realize the confusion you have sown in the hearts of many. Turn from this, please. To those who are unwilling to disciple new believers, please repent of this as well. And to the faithful who take the time to walk through the gospel with people, no matter what their age is, and ensure that they feel confident a person is saved before baptizing them, thank you. The confusion you have helped people avoid is such a gracious gift to them. God is glorified in what he is leading you to do as you are faithful. And to all of us, myself included, who have not shared the gospel enough, or who have been too cowardly to bring the subject up, or who have been unwilling to study and focus on the gospel enough to be prepared to share it at any time, may we repent of this too. May God lead us and give us the boldness to share the gospel clearly, accurately, humbly, and faithfully. May God be with you all. To Silas and Kaylee, the children God has given us. You're almost three and almost one at the time I'm writing this. I urge you to let no one teach you a gospel that doesn't line up with God's word. I long to share the gospel with you when you're able to understand. And if the Lord allows me to live as you both grow up, I'll teach you God's word often. Silas, we're already talking about God. Kaylee, we will, but your vocabulary is about three words right now. To both of you, there is nothing more important in life than knowing Christ. You can come to me at any time, and we'll walk through God's Word together. Your mom and I love you both. Whew. All right. I'm so glad to, to be able to talk with you all again today. I'm <laughs> glad, glad to have gotten through that. Um, so I mentioned earlier about... Uh, the future of this podcast and you know i I just pray that god's will will be done with it um i'm not going to say that i'll never do another episode but if the lord wills that may as well be done and if he wills that i do 10 podcasts a day may as well be done too um i do want to focus more on music um and you know if i do anything I, i'd love to do that but more importantly than anything I want to be a good dad, good husband that leads his family in Christ. And I pray that you'll do the same if, if you're a, a husband, a wife, or a parent, or if you're a single person or whatever your case is. Um, may we glorify God together in being obedient and seeking to please Him before we do anything else. So may God's will be done. I pray you guys have a great rest of your day, week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hallelujah to our great King, that gives